Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you guys about time and organization and um, health, because we've got to talk about health in 2020, because if you're not feeling good, you're more than likely not wanting to write. You will lose some of your oomph, and you'll be so tired that you won't be able to um, take care of the writing part of your life, which will then cycle back into feelings of guilt that you didn't get your goals done, or you'll feel bad because you feel behind, or you know, you'll start then feeling negative emotions, which can then affect your health, and then it's the cycle. So, I really want you guys in 2020 to make a commitment to better health choices. Now, I, you know, did the whole, you know, no soda challenge. Um, My friend Pooja, um, she's a nutritionist and health coach. And she really just, it convicted me when I had spent the day with her about just getting rid of sodas in my life. And so I did that. And so I've been pretty much soda free um, since November. I only drink water. Occasionally I will have some hot tea with honey or I'll do, of course, I'll have my coffee every day. But I did lower my sugar intake in my coffee this week. So I'm backing away. Um, my son drinks black coffee. I don't know if I will ever get to that point, but um, instead of two tablespoons of sugar, yes, I just said it. I'm admitting it. I'm down to one tablespoon of sugar, and um, hopefully I will move that down to one teaspoon within the next week or so. Just get adjusted to the way the coffee tastes. Um, so you know, looking at vitamins, looking at um, increasing my daily intake of food. So I am not a nutritionist and I am not telling you the ins and outs of that. If you want that, go to my friend Pooja uh, Chilakuri. She's online and she'll be able to help you with your diet and your plan. All I know is that I would spend um, my whole day running around at school and barely eating. And I'm saying not even having a lunch break. if it would be, it would be on the go. It would not be sitting down and, and enjoying myself and eating. So for for the new year, I was like, okay, I'm going to pack a lunch each day. Um, I can't afford to get the school lunch. It's like three bucks a day, and it's loaded with calories too. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to you know start packing my lunch. I'm going to start doing that at least. 
so I can have some food during the day because food and energy go hand in hand. And so if you need to start looking at your health, start with what you're eating, what you're drinking, and then your physical activity. So those three things, um, and I'm including the vitamins and things like that. It's just making sure that you're doing right by your body. Because if you don't, it's going to catch up with you. And I know you've heard this, but I'm going to tell you, it caught up with me last week. And on Tuesday, and we went back to work on Monday. Tuesday, I got a migraine to where I could barely lift my head up off of the bed. Like, it was, like, massive pain. And... I managed, I went to work, I didn't take care of myself, I did not want to leave the kids with a substitute, because we just got back from break, and I was starting a new story, and it was the most dangerous game, and I wanted to do Connell's work with them, and I did not want to leave any of that with the sub. So I go to work and I tell the kids, I'm not my best, I'm not 100, but I'm here and I'm, you know, let's work through. Well, I did, I worked through. I was going to leave early, but I couldn't. I kept getting teachers coming in for coaching conversations. And so I couldn't leave. Well, Wednesday, I felt like patooki. Y'all, I'm serious. And then Thursday and then Friday and the feeling just kept hanging around and it was like residual effects of a headache that would not go away and it turned into like this physical manifestation and I talked to my best friend yesterday and I was saying it feels like that I'm wearing depression like we were discussing depression and I was like it's almost like my physical body has taken on this form of a depressed state um and all of these worries and anxiety started surfacing and I started doing, you know, all kinds of things in my brain, this negative self-talk. And it, you know why? It was because I was feeling so awful. And I'm telling you, you've got to take care of yourself. You have to. So I am challenging you about your health, just like I'm challenging myself to be more mindful. I will say that, um, Making sure that I have a lunch each day, um, that's something that I can control. Um, making sure that I'm getting back on my vitamins every day, that's something that I need to do. And I stayed away from my vitamins, and um, I've got to get back onto those. I take the one-a-days, and um, I need to get another box of those. When I ran out over the holiday, I just quit taking them. But I definitely need um, to start that back. And I just, I really need to take care of myself, of sleeping, of making sure that I do good, proper, like, bedtime routines. So that way I'm not waking myself up late at night. So, you know, what I've been finding is that, you know, at 44 years old, it's taken me this long. I'm like, I've got to investigate the way that my own body handles things. And I've been talking to my son, who's 17, and we've been talking about routines at night, and he's been sleeping better. He said for the past week, he's had the best sleep, and he's learning new ways that his body reacts to, to his routines. And so each person is different. And I will encourage you to just really start 2020 
thinking about your health. Whatever better time to do it than now because that's where you'll you know you'll get all the articles, you'll get all of the you know the tips, the videos. Um, there's so much out there, so much research that you can get. However, you've got to do what works for you. Just make some small changes. I will say that that caffeine drop for me dropping Mountain Dews was a huge change for me and I know you guys might say no that's not huge well for me when you would you know when you would consistently drink you know four to five of those jokers a day um, not only did it save money <laughs> um, but it also is so much better for my health so definitely looking at ways that you can do small things and if you want to go big like I did what I call go big with the caffeine um, you know, just understand that you'll get over the hump, and it might take you a few days that you might have withdrawal symptoms, but it's going to be worth it, and you just plug through because we've got to stay healthy in order to balance our careers and to be able to do this life. Now, now that I've told you about health, that's one thing. That's going to help you be able to manage your time more because here's what happens okay now I talk to a lot of writers and um, I observe a lot of like writing community conversations and I'm in a writers group where I often hear a million excuses as to why people don't write and the one of the underlying issues and this is what I believe now this is not something that is researched this is just my thought process that I'm talking out loud um, I believe that if you're not taking care of you, then when you do get your downtime, what we call downtime, when you get time in your schedule to where you can do focused, sustained writing, you can't focus. You can't write. So then you turn to, you know, sedentary activities, which writing is, but it's a mental thing. Um, but you turn to Netflix binging or you turn to, well, let's, you know, I would rather read a book instead than write. And I'm not saying not to do those things because I am consistently begging you guys to read more books. But when you've got a writing schedule and you choose not to engage in that writing schedule, then, you know, if there's something that's holding you back, it could be that just because you're not feeling it, you're not feeling good. You know, sometimes people say, well, like, you know, I've got to be in a certain mood to write. Well, then you've got to learn that, you know, what is it that is going to get you to the place that you can have your creativity be front and center. Whether it's, okay, before each routine, I'm going to read the Bible, and then I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to step into my writing circle, my laptop, or my office, or, or whatever it is. Um, or you're going to need to listen to some gospel music to kind of just kind of calm your nerves and to clear your mind and just worship the Lord and then step into the writing world. Um, finding routines that can try to help focus you and do those as a pattern. I want you to try that in case you start to get stuck or get discouraged. Because another thing is discouragement and fear. If you allow fear of your writing to take over you, that's not only going to turn out to become a physical manifestation. Trust me, fear can be debilitating. But it can also be a major roadblock in your writing. And so time management, sure, we can find time. And 
And I know you're saying, well, I don't have the time. I would love it if you would really investigate your lifestyle, your, your days, and see maybe there's one thing you can substitute. One thing. And so um, I'm putting this challenge out there to all of you, but that's including myself. So last year, I wrote up my schedule on the board because I'm trying to teach my freshmen to keep a study routine, to keep a consistent routine um, as best as they can, but to make sure that there is some study time in there. And when I wrote my schedule on the board, on the whiteboard, and it had two naps there, I said, oh my goodness, I'm actually taking two naps in the day. And y'all, I really was. I was coming home. I was taking a nap as soon as I got in from school. Then that's kind of like my introversion light switch. Like if I'm around people all day, oh my goodness, I've got to have that like zone time, that zone out time. So I come home, I go to sleep, then I wake up, I cook supper, I take Sam to piano or, you know, or whatever it is that I've got to run and do that day. And then afterwards, I would take another nap. I would take another nap until 7, and then I would start homeschooling. Now, guys, sorry, I had to remove that nap. When I removed that nap, it freed up a chunk of time. And so then that time management piece came in. Then I could say, well, I'm reading a book for my research, or I'm going to you know, I'm going to watch this documentary for research, or I'm writing during this time, or I'm making a promotional flyer, or, you know, whatever it is, and I learned that giving away that nap actually helped me sleep better at night, and I still take my one nap, don't get me wrong, still take the one nap, but I don't need the two, and so I want to encourage you to write down kind of what your typical day is like. Now, Here's the thing. Our days are not always the same. I have a different day of Monday, as of Sunday, as of, you know. However, I try to keep a Saturday routine where I'm still waking up at 5.30 a.m. And I'm, you know, looking at 5.30 a.m. now as a positive thing. Because it allows me to get a lot of work done in the house prior to the world waking up. And so because I found such a benefit in that, my routine starts that same way on Sunday. I'm also up on Sundays. Um, unless it's like a UFC night and I'm staying up like super late till two eight, like 1 or 2 a.m. And then I might sleep in just a little bit to capture some of those um, hours back. Um, but I ain't like this weekend, we've got Cowboy as fighting McGregor. So you know what I'm going to be doing Saturday night. Like Saturday is crazy. I have a book signing. I have my nephew's birthday party at a bowling alley. And then I have to come home and watch UFC. Like for real. Like this Saturday is packed. And then on Sunday, I'm supposed to be at work. I have a poetry contest on Sunday at a library. My students went to the districts. And then after that, I have to tutor. So I actually have my second job. And so, yeah, guys, I'm telling you, I'm trying to do so much. And if we don't take care of our health, then all of those other things are going to suffer. Um, and so I've, I've been more mindful of that um, this year. And, and, you know, my friends, they'll fuss at me. You know, you need to call a doctor. You need to call. And I'm like, what do I call them and say, I feel blah, blah, blah. That's what you want me to say? 
I'm like, what are they going to do? Like, they're going to check you for vitamin deficiencies. Are they going to check you for um, if you have mono? Because one of my friends at work actually said, I look like I'm walking around with mono. Um, And she was like, trust me, I had mono in college. She's a younger teacher. And she was like, you look like you've got mono. You're talking like you've got mono. You really need to be careful. But I'm like... If I told them by Friday, if I still feel really bad, I will go to the doctor by Friday. Um, But I made an appointment in March to have a physical and and things like that. Um, So I'm just, I'm telling you, it's caught up. I guess it's just manifested itself into feeling like I'm, you know something's wrong like I can physically feel like something is wrong and and it's like I can't put my finger on it but I know my body is changed something's going on um so I'm challenging you to take care of yourself and then look at your time so the, the LSU Clemson game was on last night and so you know I've got goals this week for my writing and I let my WWJs know what my goals are and I often talk them out with you guys And so I put out my weekly goals and I was like, you know, these are the things that I do want to accomplish this week. However, I have a lot of things also going on this week. So homeschool started back and guys, I need prayer because I'm teaching pre-calculus to my son. So um, with the help of Study Pug, Khan Academy, um, a pre-calculus textbook and the internet, YouTube, we are going to take pre-calculus. Um, I've got teacher friends that I'm going to ask today. Can I put you on standby? <laughs> um, so, you know, we're doing that. We started British Lit last night. So, we read the introduction to Beowulf and British literature. Um, you know I don't mind at all doing preview text for um, British Lit and let my son go at it. He just took a college course of American Lit. Um, he did all of that independent. So now we could not get the British Lit course through the college because they did not offer an online section of it. So his senior year um, is upon us. He did American Lit in the fall, and now he's doing British Lit in spring. He loves it. He absolutely loves it. So he's excited about what we're reading. We did book choices last night. Um, We chose Frankenstein again. Um, He read it when he was a lot younger, but he doesn't remember it all. And so Frankenstein is one of my favorite books, so I'm excited that I'm going to get to read that one again. Um, I love Mary Shelley's work. And so, you know, we're just looking at all of the different things that we're going to be reading, Shakespeare and all of that. And so, not only do I have to teach my younger son, um, I have to teach now these these courses. I have chemistry, British Lit, and math. And so, now I'm adding three subjects back into my schedule, which means, guess what's got to go away. So, if you're looking at time management, what else am I going to have to give up? I'm going to have to give up my afternoon nap because my son goes to jujitsu and he is a fighter and I have to let him have that time he's not going to give up his gym time Um, that's his thing and so I've got to give up my thing uh, which is my naps at period so that means afternoons when I get home now I'm going to be working with my oldest son then 
going to cook, and then he's going to go to jujitsu, and then I'm going to work with my younger son. And then, like last night at 10 o'clock, I came down, homeschool's over at 10, and it was um, championship game time. And of course, I love LSU. I usually cheer for LSU, but when they're going up against Clemson, I got to go with Clemson. <laughs> Even though, um, I hate to say, Clemson lost, but that's okay. Somebody's got to lose. And, um, watch the Clemson game with my husband but that's rare that's something that's you know that's just okay the game is on um so I've talked with him about what my schedule is going to look like and because and we did stay up until after 12 last night um but I talked to him about my schedule and I was like okay some days in the evenings I'm going to be reading before bed um I'm not going to come down and watch um you know documentaries or whatever or if he's watching his video game videos i can just read um but i do you know also need to keep up with my book club and that's a priority for me for my research so i have to find time in there i only get 15 minutes a day at school to read the books um that's because we do silent sustained reading in my class and so my kids are reading for 15 minutes i'm reading but i'm not reading my book club book you know i read multiple books at one time so I'm reading a book that one of my students recommended for me. Um, and so I've still got to find time to put the book in. And I could listen it, to it in audio while I'm cooking and things like that. So that's going to be something in the future. Because if it's going to take me like 30 minutes to cook or 45 minutes to an hour to cook to prepare food. Um, I could play the audio while I'm you know, doing other tasks. So I'm, I'm learning how to adjust for 2020. Um, I do have my Audible subscription. I've got like four credits. So I'm like, okay, I can use my credits for one of my upcoming books that I'm going to read um, for the book club. But as far as time management goes, I'm in editing stages of my writing. And I'm going to say this to you guys. Um, I'm seeking out more beta readers within my circle. Um, I'm going to loop those around again. And then I'm going to go straight through it for the big picture edits. Um, I can do another um, podcast about editing. If you guys you know, are interested in it, like the big picture type edit work that I'm doing. But that's where I'm at now. I've already went through my rounds and I stepped away from the work. That's why I love it that I'm um, banking the books and I'm kind of putting them out on pre-order. They're in a good shape. They're good. Um, I would let you read the book today. However, I'm, you know, I'm stepping away from that so that way I can have time to go back in. On Monday, we have Martin Luther King holiday. So I am going to have an extended weekend. So, as you guys know, that's up at 5.30 a.m. on days when I have them. And I am going to read, 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 read. I'm going to be doing the edits on Offbeat and Ghoul School. So, I'm editing two books at once. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying it's my way because I have two books coming out. And I can't, um, I could edit Offbeat because it's coming out February the 1st. And so I have kind of like a deadline where I've got 10 business days to get it back into Ingram Spark. So I'm reaching that kind of limit there um, before um, they do their print run. 
so I do need to have a 10-day window so I've got to go mark that on my calendar so that's probably the one that I'm gonna do first um, and make sure everything is set with the offbeat that needs to be set um, I'm looking for missed opportunities that's my big picture edit now when you know when I'm thinking about the editing it's also like not by myself I include my beta readers with that um, I had an I have an editor for Sweet Potato Jones through my publishing company. Like they supplied the editor. I did not have to pay for that. I've also had another editor for Lyric. I had another editor for Bridges. Um, and so I've worked with three editors in the past, but um, those cost extra. Those are extra money, people. Um, we just got through the holidays, um, New Year. Um, had to pay house taxes and all kinds of other bills that pop up, of course, right at the end of the year. And so I don't have like the extra cash to sit here and say, okay, I'm going to hire my dream editor, Ellen Brock, and I'm going to let Ellen, you know, do my big picture edits for me or, you know, look at my copy editing or, or whatever, get someone to do your line edits. No, I don't have that luxury and that's okay. Um, I'm doing the best that I can um, with what I have. I will say that I did save $90 um, for the book cover uh, by me creating book covers myself. I'm saving money that way. Um, that's been a huge, huge breakthrough for me that I've been able to learn the, the book cover system so that way I can, you know, take control and ownership over that and that can help me cut corners um, in 2020 and still love the book covers that I'm doing. Um, I feel like I would not put the book cover up if I didn't get approval from a lot of people. Like, trust me, tons of people have looked at these book covers that I've made. It's not just me. Um, not only have, you know, beta readers looked at it, other writers have looked at it and evaluated it. Um, my family, uh, my friends, um, teachers. And so, you know, I feel really good about um, the book covers that I've put up there that they could, you know, compare with other books on the shelves and that's the point is that you know I want it to blend I want it to be a, a book that when you look at it it belongs there it belongs in groups now book covers are wide ranges these days I'm telling you um, you need to go on Pinterest and do book cover um, book covers I love and start saving book covers because you will find um, best-selling books the book covers like just go look at turtles all the way down go look at that from John Green and you'll be like, oh, okay. So I think sometimes um, we really beat ourselves up about book covers when we shouldn't. Um, so I've learned to let some of that go. So time management-wise, a lot of those things have been done. The front cover, the, um, the front matter, the back matter, all of that in, in my templates, all of that has been approved. It's been up there. It's good to go. I just need to go through and just see if I have any little last-minute missed opportunities or did I accidentally forget to put a quotation mark or a comma somewhere. Um, I've already done three spell checkers on my books, um, but it's still good once I go through it again just to double check while I'm reading um, to take away the paragraph markings because um, I did that on the last edit that I did and I noticed some things and I think sometimes my eyes get so adjusted to the way that it looks with the paragraph markings that I would I would like miss some very obvious issues um, that were just not being picked up 
So that's something I'm definitely going to do. Um, my book is in ACX right now, so I'm, you know, I'm working with the narrators. I'm still working that route, guys. I'm still doing all of this work because those are my big picture goals for 2022. My long-range goals are to have all of my books. Um, I've got to shop around for a narrator for the Hartwell Chronicles. I need a new narrator for that. Because I had to cancel a contract in 2019. Um... And so, definitely have to go out again and start looking for new narrators. And You know, I've got a lot to do, but it, it's not going to overwhelm me. I'm not going to get discouraged. I'm just going to keep doing small steps, the little things that I can, and then trying my best. When I talk big, okay, I'm going to edit this and this. Then I'm like, okay, well, wait. i got a 10-day turnaround. I really need to focus more. And that's where you learn. You learn how to organize everything and you'll build, you know, you'll build yourself through this work. You'll learn what works for you, but you need to be writing. You need to be doing something every day. And in order to do that, you need to take care of yourself. So I'm looping back down to my health. Um, when I say that you need to be writing every day, you need to be in your career you need to have your career-minded hat on, whether that is something that you need to do for, um, ooh, I was not in the right lane. I didn't know that was a, with these wet roads. Ooh, thank you for letting me in. Um, you need to, um, well, that scared me. What was I talking about? Oh, put your career hat on. Because you need to be on your platform, working your platform. If you're not writing at the moment, you need to be writing and working your platform. If you're in a whip and you need to say, hey, this is where I'm at. What are you guys doing? What are you guys up to? And engage yourself in the writing community. Um, meet other writers. Um, encourage other people. So you need to be doing those things simultaneously. Um, if you are not writing currently, then you can be helping beta read for people. You can help edit for people. You can help make covers or, you know, do a little side job for someone. Um, you know, whatever your expertise is, you can explore creating podcasts yourself. Um, there's so many things that you could do. Even if you are not currently writing, you could write a blog, you could write a poem, you could do your newsletter. Um, I could keep giving you things over and over again of how you can, um, you know, increase your visibility. Oh, I went the wrong way. And this person went the wrong way too. And so I've got to get back out of here. Okay, I went in the wrong entrance. I'm going to a workshop today, which I'm really excited about. It's a library workshop. So I'm going to be surrounded by librarians all day. That is for my career, too. <laughs> um, and now I'm back on the big road, and then I'm in the next one. Okay, so I've got to get off of here. Um, so that way I actually get into a parking space in a new place. And just, I want to encourage you guys, like, to never give up. Like, don't give up. Like, keep at it. Keep writing. Um, and I wish you guys much success in all that you do. Take care of your health. Look at your time management. And most importantly, put God first in all of these things. 
um, find time for your Bible study, find time for um, relaxation, find time to celebrate your successes. And I encourage you to do that um, as much as you can. All right, guys, um, have a blessed one. Bye. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.